previously recorded March 2018. And welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast Season 3 Premiere Part 2. Because we couldn't get that far <laughs> with, with the first one because it's just so much history with Rockefeller Records. Um, thank y'all so much, man. I, I just want to give y'all the second half. Hopefully, we don't have to have a part three. But if we do, you'll enjoy that, too. And we have a lean back. Kristen uh, couldn't make this one. <laughs> yeah, we down but, one. We down one, but it's still cool. I know she has a, a great love for Rockefeller, and uh, she'll definitely make another appearance. But um, what's going on, man? You got to do a part two to this. Yeah. Uh, you got to. We can only get so far because there's just so much uh, okay. history with, with The Rock. Um, and, you know... Just gotta, mm-hmm. Let me see. Let's see where we at. All right, so I think we left off with. We left. I think off, we we're like ninety nine. Yeah, we just did yeah. volume three. Yep. So <laughs> early two thousands, you have the solo introduction of Beanie Siegel with mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. Siegel, 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 man. Beanie Siegel. Raw, Philly. Uh. South, was it Southwest Philly? Uh, I thought it was North Philly. North Philly? Uh, I thought... It, I think he's North Philly. You sure? Not sure. I'm not sure, but... Some, somewhere around. Yeah, because I, I mean, I think... I know... Uh, I know... What you call it? They're from Nicetown. Oh, yeah, from South. So, yeah, okay. he's from South Philly. Um, the Young Guns are from um, North Philly. Okay. Correct. Um, but yeah, man, so... That first album, man, what do you remember about it? Um, The first album was... The I Truth. Re- the, the Truth. truth. When it came out, it dropped, and first off, that beat, you can never forget it. Mm, that organ. Mm, 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 yeah. Mm, mm. Kanye produced that, and that was like one of the first records that Kanye got off with Rockefeller, if right. I'm correct. Yeah, and, and it was, and just, he was, because, all right, you had Jay-Z, and that was right after, all right, so with Volume 3, I remember when, when Volume 3 came out, um, everybody was... You know, he had the button down. He had the big jacket, the big Averex jacket mm, or whatever. Iceberg. Yep. The Tim's a hat cocked to the side. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was trying to do it like Jay-Z. So when Beanie Siegel came out and you had this dude who was just straight up, like he just walked straight out the trap right into the booth, which I'm, according to, you know, legend, he probably did. But it was just so raw. And that I mean the organ, and then just everything on that on that first album, um, it just punched you in the face. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The lyrics, yeah, the lyrics was just uh, I keep it raw and uncut for all the bitches and hoes, and it's the first time you slip and it might hurt your nose. Only the strong survive, and that's just how life goes. You know, and and when he said, um, he said the funniest part of that song, he was like, um, he said something like. Want to change my life? You said, motherfucker, I might change my wife. I was like, like damn. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was just, that That truth, like, if you're going to come out with an album, 
you want that to be the first song. It was no skits. Mm -hmm. It was no intro. It was just straight up that organ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just never. Yeah. It's just, man. Uh, what's that? Mac-Man? When he flipped the Pac-Man uh, mm -hmm. beat? And he's like, don't, 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 don't. This shit yep. is not a fucking game. Like, and, and one of my favorite songs, which, you know, we talked about it yesterday, was Stop Chill. Mm -hmm. and, and even... Because who, who was the A&R for, I think... Uh, 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 wait, for this? Yeah. Uh, it, it probably was uh, my man... Uh, my man... Um, um, Lenny S. Okay. Lenny Santiago. Well, who... He... Like, whoever helped him pick those beats... Mm -hmm. Whoever said, look, we gonna go in this direction with it... Is... They were... A genius for that. You know what I'm saying? That, um... He had Remember Those Days... Mm -hmm. On there with Eve... Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, pretty dope. And I, I love how Philly artists... At that time, and even like some to a certain extent now, they they stick together. Mm -hmm. And I will go out on a limb and say, Philadelphia breeds some of the best artists. Period. Mm -hmm. Period. Oh, yeah. Um, because you can't. Well, number one, you can't ignore. Um. Like well. Well, this this is you know later down the line, but one of my favorite, well, some of my favorite are that whole state property. Yeah, man. With Emilio, um, Spots, Young Guns. Um, the Young Guns, Petey Crack. Petey Crack was in a class of his own. Yeah, and Petey Crack could have had such, and still can have mm -hmm. a really good career. His best move outside of state property was going with the roots. And them mm -hmm. featuring him on stuff and like putting them under the wing, like mm -hmm. look, man, we we got oh, you kind of thing. And then the one thing about about Beanie Siegel was he was a uh, no, yeah, he was one of the first artists featured outside of the Roots mm -hmm. because at the time everybody was like, okay, the Roots are out, nobody could really. Um, like, like nobody really paid attention to artists in Philly except for the Roots. Because mm -hmm. um, everybody thought Eve was from New York because she was with Rough Riders. Yeah. So when this came out and he's like 21st and Seagull Street, North, you know, Philly, Philly, Philly. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, they got artists like that in Philly? You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, you go back and then you start to realize that... Um, you know, you got the Rozelles and and um, I didn't know Rozelle was from Philly. Yeah, uh, you know what? Don't quote me on that. I don't thought he's from Detroit. Rozelle? No. I, I thought that. Uh, I, I initially thought that. Um, but it was uh, you know what? Don't quote me on that. I thought he was with he was from Philly because he got down. He came out with the Roots. He, um, did, did you know Scott Storch started with the Roots? Yes, I did know that. And I, then he went with Dr. Dre. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I did know that. I didn't know that. Which is... <laughs> that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. Like, let me see if I can... Let's see. I was trying to find... Um, let me see. But I wanted to touch on one thing with that album. The fact that that album produced a song called Mac and Brad. Mm -hmm. And Siegel 
and Jay and maybe one or two other rappers are probably the only ones that can hang with Scarface on a song. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think right after Seagull had got out of jail, it was word going around that they were supposed to do the Mac and Brad album. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're still going to do it, but I would love to hear that. Love to hear a Mac and Brad album. Um, what else was on there? What, uh, what to thug about? Yep, um, I remember that one. What's your life like? Which life like mine? Is that when he's like mine is real? Oh, anything was on there. Any, yeah. See, a lot of people. Okay, anything was pretty much a bonus cut. Right. Um, and it was Jay Z. It was kind of like, all right, you remember how um how they did three? No, how they did made? Was that made or three five four? One one of Memphis Bleak albums that had Dear Summer on it. So kind of like the reverse of that Bleak album. It started off with that. It gave you a Jay-Z song, and then it went into the Bleak album. I think it was whatever one I didn't like. So it had to be 534. Okay. Because I didn't like Made. I love Made, bruh. Which, it was one or two. Whichever one came out in um, around like 2000. Um, no, no, it was 534. 534. Because I'll, I'll never forget. Of course, you know, I was living in Delaware. And, um, God damn, you lived everywhere. <laughs> well, that's because Uncle Sam sent me there. <laughs> and I was, I had bought it, and I was riding up. I was riding. Yeah, it was up. this one. Okay, it was five, three, four. All right, so I didn't like made. Yeah, it was five, three, four. It came out in two thousand five. Okay, wait, wait, no, I didn't like that one. That's the one. Okay, you, yeah, I didn't. And this one, I really didn't. It didn't really hit. See, I didn't even realize Rihanna was on that shit. Yeah, Made was was a really good, really good album. Well, which I, it was one of them almost got the sunroof treatment. Yeah, like I never yeah. forget. I was right. I, I think that was like I didn't. I did not like that album. But that was that. That was that weird. That was that weird time at Rockefeller. Then with uh, five three four. Was it, is it five three four? No, no, no. Okay, around two. I think things got weird at Rockefeller around. That's when everybody was trying to figure out who they was going to, and he had did the song with uh, Swiss during this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that time. Yeah, yep. yeah. So um, let me see where we at. So yeah, the truth, yes. man. That uh, but anything was a really good record. Um, it had a video. It had mm-hmm. his nephews in it and all that. I remember um, the video. I, it was a. I love that. All right, so moving along in the two thousand, then we had backstage. Mm-hmm. Clue. Backstage was the soundtrack to uh, Hard Not Life uh, documentary movie called The Backstage. Um, that had that had the Best of Me remix on it. Yes. Which is the summertime anthem no matter what Still. year you're in. It doesn't matter. Seagull had In the Club. Woo. Um, that In the Club joint. Just, nah, just I, I think Timberland did his best work with Rockefeller. Yeah. Um, I, I'm yeah. Some of some of his best beats were with Rockefeller, and um, I still I still bump that. <laughs> wait 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 wait. Keep it thorough was on this. You know what? I probably skipped over that one. <laughs> How? What are the odds of that? Because for the most part, um, now you it's know queen shit. You That's know queen what? Shit right there. Yeah, I I know I skipped over because I wasn't really. I was a Mob Deep fan, but I wasn't really like with this lineup. Mm-hmm. I was definitely skipping over that one mm-hmm. because, I mean, it's it's Rockefeller, you know what I'm saying? And it's like you had like everybody knew like Mob Deep was just gutter, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you got and then on top of that, the best of me 
um, video when you know you had uh, Maya, she had on the yeah, Carolina dress, Carolina blue kiss, yes, on a block, you know. And then one of my other favorite songs on here, aside from Chris John, which you know got it, got to shout them out, was Funkanella. Tell me more. Oh, oh that's Outkast. With Outkast, Outkast, with, Killer Mike, with Killer Mike, Slim, Slim Calhoun. Calhoun. Yeah. Whoa. I don't know. I don't know. Are Are you up on the Calhouns? Um, to a certain degree. I, only thing I re- I remember Slim Carter Calhoun when he did his solo shit. Yeah. Uh, I remember some of the videos he had on Rap City and stuff like that. Slim yeah. Carter Calhoun is from the Dungeon Family yep. slash uh um. Is it organized noise? Yeah, organized noise. Yeah, so it's like you know. Um, but yeah, that Funkinella song because that was around the time when Outkast came out with um the whole world. Uh. Yeah, that was around. In 2000? That was, well, the whole world came out after that. It came out in 2001. Hmm. Because, did you know that that the whole world was about the September 11th bombings? Did not know. Yep, that's what that song was about. So, and (laughs) and it wasn't so much, like the beat, I remember that beat was crazy, but it was Killer Mike. Killer Mike, let me tell you, I want to tell everybody this. Shout out to Killer Mike. Killer Mike, grind time, rap game. Was it? Oh no! Pledge allegiance to the grind. Two. That intro is possibly the most inspirational "get up off your ass" intro I've ever heard in my life, and it is. I suggest any and everybody to go find that. I bought that the first semester I was in college, and I listened to that shit every day. And if it wasn't for that intro every day, I would not go to class. Mm-hmm. I would not. People, it's just some amazing records. People think, like, I mean, I don't know what people, like, think about Killer Mike, but my man might be, not might be, he is the most diverse, his voice in hip-hop right now. Mm-hmm. But, no, no, no. Like, we think it's, like, right now, but it's always been like that. He's been talking red, black, green, pan-Africanism, mm-hmm. support your community mm-hmm. since day one. He's a one-man dead press. Oh, man, dude is incredible, which I'm going to say this. If you haven't heard him on, you know, T.I. dropped an album called uh, Us. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember the records. I remember the records. The, the song called 40 Acres uh-huh. goes hard. Killer Mike's verse on that. Yo, my man, that's the that's the the first song for the soundtrack to the revolution. When we when when it happens, when it goes down, like my man is talking that real talk, which is so funny because if you hear some of the things that Killer Mike says, you would think his ass would be under the gun, like he would yeah. be under fire. And I'm yeah. like, are y'all not listening? Because he's a, he, you know, you know why they don't give him anything? Cause they they try to block him out and make it seem like he's just a rapper. Yeah, he's just a rapper, and it doesn't help that the majority of people won't listen to him. Yeah. So in turn, it's kind of like the media picks up on the the actual consensus of, oh, they're not paying attention to what this nigga's saying, but. It's people like us that's like, nah, I've been listening. <laughs> and that nigga's no dummy. <laughs> like, he, you know? He's he's not, bro. And that is like, I'm trying to tell you, that whole that whole album, bro, that album got me through. He got a song on there uh, where he samples, he samples 
Shorty Low, in the midst of the T.I. and Shorty Low beef, um, and the song was, if I'm not mistaken, the song was called Two Sides. Mm-hmm. And it was like, God damn, it must be two sides. But it was just, it had nothing to do with the beef. Right. It was just talking about, like, just people in general saying different things. Like, mm-hmm. But the album, he got, he got a record on there. Uh, it started off with like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm back from the streets. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. But Killer Mike, man, and man, just them. Demog- I didn't even realize Cash Money was on it. It's a lot of oh, people I didn't realize yeah. were on it. That that beat, I remember that beat for, uh, for Millionaire because, of course, that's 2000. Mm-hmm. So around that time, guess what song was, was cracking? What? Back that ass up. Oh, yeah, yeah, So everything that they put out at that time was just, folks was like listening. Because mm-hmm. you had back that ass up and then you had bling bling. Mm-hmm. And and that's what made it so different with Cash Money list. and um, Outkast being on that. Because, of course, backstage, when, and then when you saw the movie, Jay-Z, Method Man, Red Man, um, you had, of course, this is the this is the movie Dame Dash spazzed out. You know what I'm saying? Getting the <laughs> yeah, haircut. I just want to take the time out to say, if y'all don't understand this, okay, a little rundown. I have the idea of what I like to call what I deem the Rockefeller way. When the way that I do my podcast, the way I go about this, I have like a kind of like a Dame Dash kind of vibe of. You don't want to help, I'll do it myself. If you don't want to rob the wave of getting on board now, it's cool. It's going to get done. So I don't be giving a fuck about support. I don't give a fuck about none of these. These episodes are going to be heard. Mm-hmm. Whether uh, whether people repost it or not. It took me a while to get to that point to understand that sometimes support is cool, but you still have to put out the content, regardless if you feel like you got support or not. So I want anybody that's doing anything to take that particular part and just roll with it as the Rockefeller way. You don't want us let us in, then we're going to kick down the door and set up our own house. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty much it. Like You have to, have to, have to do stuff the Rockefeller way. You have to get the ownership. You have to have the ideas and put the content out. If you can't get in contact with somebody, you move on and create a better episode. You have to, you have to do it anybody that's a rapper if don't nobody want to give you beats figure out how the fuck you can make a beat Mm -hmm. just do whatever you have to do to support your craft Mm -hmm. and the way he the shit that's it's it's the way that he approaches people is why people don't like him how how he talks to people but he comes from the best spot these probably him irv Gotti, him and irv Gotti are are the only ones to this day i'm going to say as looking at from a fan's perspective mm-hmm. that fights for their artists to a t mm-hmm. i don't know too many people that's fighting for their artists like that and on top of that it's not too many rappers turned executive that the rappers that do it like ross ross is the the best example of being signed to a rapper and the rapper is willing to put out he put out gunplay album under gunplay yeah. Not under Don Logan or whatever they wanted to call him at the time. They put it out as gunplay and it was some good music. Mm-hmm. It's like he put out everybody put out Stally album, which no one even knew that was going to happen. He, he he left MMG though, but he oh yeah, yeah I remember yeah so, dude dude with the beard from Ohio yeah, yep, exactly I remember it's that. Like, who yep, who yep. would have thought either one of that artists would got Omarion mm-hmm. Omarion put out two albums underneath him if I'm correct so it's like you wouldn't think that people. 
will get under our art, uh, artists and be able to release records. Mm-hmm. But Dame Dash went in on Kevin Lyles. Kevin Lyles from Baltimore, but still. He went to Woodlawn. Yeah, and they named the stadium after yeah. him, too. But yeah. he, he was right. He was like, well, how does this look? If you're giving him Def Jam jackets, and this is a Rockefeller tour, this is not a... This is not a death jam. You're the distribution. Yeah. Like you saying, you get a certain percentage, and that's it. Mm-hmm. This is ours. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like with me. Like, what I want to do, I want... I have this idea that I haven't really told too many people, but everybody that comes on the show, I want to be able to give them something. I want to mm-hmm. be able... A lot of the things that I want to do, and I say it to certain people, they like, well, why are you doing that? Because of that's how you build relationships with people so they understand they are appreciated so if you come on my show and i'm here and i could give you a shirt or a hat or you know i can make these coats or something like that it's like some stuff people have a value for more than all right thank you for being on the show kind of thing but um yeah shout out to irv Gotti and dame man who else we had on this we got jewels and cam on there fab is on it capone noriega mm-hmm. um i remember people's court yeah, I remember people's d- d- court d- because yeah. that. Yeah, I remember that. Um, that was it a hidden track. I want to say it was a hidden track on something else. Yeah. Oh no, I'm thinking people talk. No, I no. hear the people talk. Oh, I want to say that was on unplug. I was a joint on unplug. I see. Yeah, but yeah, I do like because the people's the people's court that song because I, I remember growing up watching the show mm-hmm. with Judge Wapner. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So when I heard that beat, I was like, it just took me back. Oh. So we in the 2000s. So a meal. A meal. <laughs> All money is legal. Mm-hmm. Lead single had Beyonce on it, ironically. Um, uh, I, a meal was originally on Can I Get Her? Uh, Major Coins was a group that mm-hmm. she was with. I do remember that. She shouted it out in the beginning of the actual record. Um, she ended up signing the whole... Um, I'm not going to shame Emil. I know a lot of people do it. Uh, the album was is a pretty decent album to me. For the Fam is on there. Yeah. that's That was a shining record, which led into... Um, the Dynasty album. Uh-huh. And we'll just go from there. <laughs> the you know Dynasty what? I, album. I like the meal. You, and that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of people just didn't... They didn't give it a... I don't know, bro. She got completely... But but you know, she said... Um, the reason she got dropped was because... Whoever was doing, like, the background stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she was missing dates and uh. appearances and all of that. And she, according to her, she said it wasn't that she was missing them. Whoever this never was never telling her. So it was looking like, you know, so you had the person doing the coordinating. And then you had, like, you know, Dame dashing them up front. Mm-hmm. So to them, it looked like she just wasn't putting in the effort when mm-hmm. in reality, it was whoever was supposed to be making sure folks were where they were supposed to be was just leaving her out. Um, but I, I... And then... Like, one of the crazy things is um, the fact that they said, I think Jay-Z said it, that he signed Foxy in place, or he should have, he he should have signed, no, he signed her in place of Foxy. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what it looks like. And, and so I always thought that that was kind of, that was kind of shady. Not Not shady, but, you know, he signed her as an afterthought, so when she got dropped from the label, he was like, eh. 
I really didn't put too much effort into it anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I thought she got a bad rap. Yeah, she did. And then the jokes came out about her working at Kmart and all yeah. that shit. But whatever. Dynasty, Rock La Familia, Ho. Um, that might be one of my favorites. Um, And where, where's the track listing? At the bottom. I got a paper for too. What song was it? Da, 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 the da, da, intro. Da. Let's start with the intro. Yes. I, you know what? Now, now that I think about it, it's something about them organs. Yeah, bro. Them organs. I've only heard one, maybe two people kill that song like that. And it was him. Uh-huh. And my man, Gemini, a.k.a. Gemstone, that was signed to Lupe. And Lupe was on it, too. Yeah, that... That... That, that, that changed... Well, first of all, that, I just want to love you. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. still got people talking about that sweet, that nasty, that gushy stuff. stuff you know what I'm saying? Me. And then the video was mm. just a party video. Pharrell could do no wrong at that time. The Neptunes yes. could do no wrong at that yeah. time. No... Mm. That was that was really good. Uh, change the game. Yes. Personally, I like change the game, but I was more excited for the remix to have DPG on it. Uh, I, I never the, heard the remix. You never heard the remix? What? The remix is on Professional too. You know what? <coughs> I am not I gonna lie. Song, not gonna I bought the Professional two and never listened to it. Are you serious? I am. Did well, we'll it. talk about the prof- professional too. And I think that's in two thousand one. So what? I, I oh know, my god! Because I remember the cover. It was DJ. It was red. Yeah. And I never. I swear to you, I never. I know I bought it. Oh, oh my. And I never listened to it. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, stick to your script mm-hmm. with Siegel. Now the one song that I like. Streets liked, is watching. Oh. Streets is watching because. I mean. See. Yeah. Uh, um, niggas want to despise the team to our playhead coaching coach straight up divide, divide the, the team, team take the man for some pies and a couple, couple of things to the book uh, uh motherfuckers <laughs> yeah yeah and that's and that's and that's why i say that's one of the things that made beanie siegel so raw because you just knew like you know he was like i don't give a fuck if the beat is on or not <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say what i got to say yeah the beat definitely you went know, out that part um you, this this, this can't be life that seemed like it was at a time because I remember Scarface, when Scarface the Fix came out. First off, the source gave it five mics, mm-hmm. and that was that was a weird time in media because folks were trying to transition to from from hard print from hard copies to digital. Mm-hmm. That's when the internet just exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you know MySpace was up. MySpace, Napster, that all of that. Mm-hmm. You know everything was such a weird time because it was like. How is music gonna gonna happen? Like you got folks basically stealing music mm-hmm. from um, streaming, not, not from Napster and LimeWire and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then you have folks like me who was like, "Oh, I'm never paying for music digitally. I'm a I'm a buy the hard copy." Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it just everything was just so. It was that 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 whole shift. You know, ninety nine to two thousand. We in a whole new era, a whole new number of years. And um, so it was just it was just weird, but I remember um, the source gave the fix five mics, and folks were like, "Oh, well, the source is watered down. They don't know how to how to rate albums anymore." Um, but the the fix was a legitimate 
classic. Yeah, man. And the song that he did on uh, my block. Uh, was my it my block? block? Uh, no, no, no. That, uh, oh man, what are you talking about? Kanye and uh, with with Jay Z and Beanie Siegel on the fix. Guess who does that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it like between that song, Mac and Brad, and this one, it seemed like they just went in the studio mm-hmm. and they just knocked out songs. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would. I like that's well. That's in my mind that that's the way they did it. And like they had just good chemistry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when this one came around, it was almost like to me because you know I'm always been I've always been a Scarface fan. It's like oh oh there's another Beanie Siegel Jay Z Scarface track, bet mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I heard initially they were supposed to do all three. I'm supposed to do album again. Okay, I wish I wish they did because right, at that uh, time something at that time I think it could have got done mm-hmm. a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is on here? Stick to the script. That was a grimy beat. Another your, one was C. get your mind right. That was. That get was when we were right, doing bitches, uh, mind, what you would call parking oh. lot pimping. Yeah, and parking lot pimping's on here too. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. So, little mo's on that because of because of that. You know what I'm saying? I remember the club let out. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just everybody got their cars on. They got the lights on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this was folks who putting the uh, the Lamborghini doors on their cars or whatever, driving mm-hmm. the Escalades, and um. Folks were listening to like me and my man Dre, um, would listen to Get Your Mind Right. We was broke, you know what I'm saying. We was making like a thousand dollars a month, you know what I'm saying. We they had Fat Farm, wearing the same clothes to the club, you know what I'm saying. Friday I'm wearing this, I'm wearing this shirt. Saturday, we we swapping shirts. <laughs> Yo, we was broke as hell, but. You couldn't tell us nothing because we had Jay Z bumping. I had a little sports car, sunroof, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I remember that. Like that, that song had us hype. Think we can get all the girls, but uh, yeah. It didn't what else was on here? One nine hundred hustler. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go into that, you, me, him, and her. I remember. Shout out to OG Calvin. I remember printing out the lyrics to that and putting it in my binder on the clear part of my binder in the front of my binder mm-hmm. and remembering and uh, remembering myself in class studying the words just to memorize it mm-hmm. just to come back around the way to show Calvin that I knew it because <laughs> Calvin, Calvin was in high school at the time and, yeah. and they were really big Rockefeller fans just to show him that I knew the words I remember mm-hmm. I remember memorizing Siegel's verse to a tick but one nine hundred Hustler that that you hear, you hear everybody on there, and you don't even know who they are. You yep. you hear Young Chris on there. You first time you hear Freeway. Yep. You, you hear Free on there. You hear mm-hmm. Beans. You hear Bleat. That uh, song made me want to go sell drugs. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can do that. I, right. I can do that. I just get gotta, two chickens. Call that. Get it. But yeah, that um, and it was like I think uh, of course. Like, man, Seagull was in such a groove. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Um, even, I, I'd have to say, Freeway might have put up the best verse. Um, first change first. Stack it more. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. um, uh, and, and it was because we never knew who he was at the time. Yeah. It was like, who the fuck is this? He rolling with Rockefeller. He got to mm-hmm. be nice. And he's showing proof. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we got? A Guilty Proven Innocent. I love that song. I really wish. <laughs> Goddamn R. Kelly, bro. Man. Which, um, remember the song that he did with the court case? 
That was that. It was. It was yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. Um. No. 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 That's not. Uh. The one with the chick from MTV. That's that. That's that one. Yeah. That's that okay. One. I thought it was higher up on the track list. Uh. Uh-uh, no. 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 You. You thinking about volume three? Okay. Um, that's what it is. With uh, that. Uh. Dope man. Yes. Okay, yeah. You think okay. about that? I, that's okay, why I love that yeah. fucking album. But um, what else is on here? You know one of my favorite songs on there? Soon you'll understand. The sample, and I did not know Just Blaze did that for the longest time because he used the sample too. I thought Alchemist did that beat. Mm, but Just okay. Blaze did that. Shout out to Just Blaze, one of my favorite producers. Um, I think I stopped, for the most part, I stopped listening to the CD after one night on us. For real? Yeah. Squeeze first, squeeze first, ask questions last. Huh? So called, thou shall not fuck with North Pete or me. Face I a thousand deaths. I stopped for, listening what? to What? From Mr. Sean Corey, caught a rap harder like a part of the coat. What? I, yep, I ain't gonna lie. Oh I got to, I got to one nine hundred because one nine hundred hustler was so hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just how you get to a point you just get stuck there. Uh-huh. And that's that's what that one was. Um, last of the two thousands, we got Memphis Bleak to understand it. That's where I got the end part of my visuals when I first dropped the visuals for my mm-hmm. podcast with uh. I actually took it from that record, but he says it on For the Family. That's on a Mill album. He said, this one is for the family. We ride or die. Send a blood to the death now. Aim for the sky. That had so much on there. Duma was on there. Excuse me. Is that your bitches on there? Uh, My Right Remix. First off, change up how the end is. You have, you have Bleak and then you have Beans. And then Jay get on and he says, nah. Y'all ain't about to have me rapping on the bullshit, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I need that. something. And then it go right into Mind Right. Mm-hmm. And Mind Right, he goes in on Mino from uh, Harlem World. Did you know that? I did not know that. Then he, when he says the line, niggas will shoot your fat ass out of the... Niggas will shoot your... Niggas will shot your fat ass out of these cannons before. And then he said, I'm that nigga. That whole verse is about Mino. Wow. Yeah, it's and I, I remember growing up, see... Take shots at Mino from Harlem World. Okay. On I'm That from Danny Grease compilation album. Mino Spitz, who's the last nigga that you heard that was this great? None other than myself and uh the late great Notorious. Hmm. Yeah. Fronting like you tougher than what you are to my guns coming through the driver's side of your car. Using my name in vain like I'm gonna damage the ball. Think niggas think niggas was shooting your fat ass out of cannons before. I'm that. Which is the song oh, from the Dane Grease. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, niggas probably first on the evil Knievel drop was now they turn on now they turn on Rovers like they wanted with Hover. It ain't about rich and poe, nigga. It's about rich and poe. Understand I'm here to get this dough. It ain't about Brooklyn and Harlem no more than it's about famous stardom. I remember that verse. Yeah. Found yeah. on the block. Because that was around the time folks was like when he said Poe, everybody's like, Who is what you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I remember that, man. That was just then he had hustlers. Um, that's when Seagull go in again. Ah, uh, man, that that's on Do Mine. Yeah, that beat, I love yeah. that beat. Um, like on long. I think I used to rock this motherfucker. Yeah, it was one of these. Uh, da 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 Which one? Whatever one had the video with with Serena Williams. That was Do Mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was hard. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, then it had that's your chick uh, on there. Now that's your chick originally had three verses by Hov. Then it was Bleak, and then Twister. 
Twister. Yeah, mm-hmm. Twister's on this album version. Mm-hmm. The video version does not have the extra J verse and no Twister, but it does have Missy. Um, that I really love that album. That's one of my favorite Myth Bleak albums. Um, Skate Over to 2001, Professional 2. Now, Change the Game Remix is on there. Change the okay. Game Remix is on there, and it has Dog Pound on there, uh, Corrupt and Dash. Um, I remember they performed that at the Soul Train Awards. Okay. The remix. Okay. I remember that. Okay. Um, I remember staying up late and catching that on Soul Train when it first of all, Soul Train at that point was coming on at like eleven thirty, twelve o'clock at night. Yeah. And I don't know why, but whatever. It was phasing itself out. But um that starts off with Back to Life two thousand and one. Mary J and Jada Kiss. To this day I listen to that record. Hmm. To this day Corey knows that record. The sample and this one. She knows Jada's verse. Really? Yes. Edited, of course. But she knows that. And then it goes to the Jay-Z freestyle. Um, if I'm if I'm correct, that's the Who Shot Your Freestyle. Um, then it got the the Seagull and Freeway 1, 2. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Coming for you. Do like a Freddy kind of thing. Then they did a Fantastic Four Part 2 with the Lots, Cam, Nature, and Losa. Um, what was on it? Cream 2001? Yeah. And then, what the beat was one of my favorite records. It had bad versus bad meets evil, Eminem and Royce mm-hmm. and Method Man. I remember uh, sixth grade. This came out, okay. and my teacher let us have journals in school. And I remember writing, I remember writing Method Man's verse. No, 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 or Eminem's verse. It's like a jungle sometimes. And I keep on wait. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder why I keep on duck. Why it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder why I keep on ducking under the bed when I hear the thunder. Cause I ain't crazy. I say shit make bitches crazy, so they can relate to me. I like that. I'm only as crazy as people make me. It would be just enough. It just be, it'd be just enough motherfuckers without Maryland. Um, heroin's heroin's heroin users without Maryland's music. I ain't telling nobody to kill them. I just want to be there and you do it or some shit like that. But um, it his verse was crazy. Even Royce verse was kind of crazy. Um, at the end of Method Man verse, he says something about George Bush. Now that now that Bush is president, nigga, we all through. It's like a jungle. Yeah. So, um, it was a really good good song, but you really didn't know who Bad Mer- versus Evil. I'm sorry, Bad Meets Evil was, but it was really dope. Um, like I said change the game remixes on there. Foxy Brown's on there. Live from the bridge from Nas is on there. Marcy, you remember Gita K? No. Myth Bleak artist. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Yo, this the real. He has the real cover. I mean, I'm sorry. He has the real CD. Jesus Christ. And I no bullshit. My sister had this too. That's the bro. first time anybody's ever taken it. I never listened to it. Yo, you know. Wow. Wow. I never listened to it. I bought it and never listened oh to it. Oh my God. Yep. That's when you know you're a real Rockefeller fan. Oh my God. Yeah, this this album was great. Buster was on it with Rod Digger. Shout out to Rod Digger. I, man, I love you, girl. Um, oh, dude. Rod, you know, she. I think I sent you the link. Or you sent me the link or something. Or maybe Kristen put it on Facebook. But she had an album that got shelved. Yes. And. Somebody somehow put it out on SoundCloud. Mm. Um, I I wonder how much that up. But um, and I heard it, and even though uh, maybe eight years ago, maybe it was maybe it might have been longer, but I listened to it, 
and it actually sounds like she could put it out today. Hmm. And it's her first album's really good. Yeah. First oh, Dirty Harriet. Really yeah, Dirty Harriet. Yeah. Flip Mode's the Imperial Period. When that oh I love Flip Mode. Oh um, yeah. uh, who was Baby Sham? Baby Bit, Sham. Not, uh, yeah. Uh I yeah. Or oh, yeah. is that the reggae artist? That was uh, who who it was a short guy. It was a short Spliff style? No, no, no. Uh not, not Spliff. Um Well yeah, we had whatchamacallit cousin. Um, Rampage, Rampage, which I still he put out a jam, um, he put out a jam on a mixtape called Ambush that mm-hmm. I still work out to. See, like uh, it's just, it's just <laughs> the thing about hip hop is it's all about what people say, yeah, versus what you think, how you feel about these records, mm-hmm. versus. Oh well, they not hot, so I'm not listening to them because they said they not they not cool. That's why they get as artists they get so frustrated because it's like, oh, I'm not cool, so you don't want to listen to me. Right. But then I got my core people that I know is going to listen to me regardless if I'm hot or not. Mm-hmm. They understand my work in the in the industry and yep. stuff like that. So ooh, uh, Redman's on there. You know? Okay. Well, I got Paul Kane. Paul Kane. Shout out to Paul Kane. I wish you still rap, man. Um, Paul. You know who Paul Kane is. Okay, Paul Kane is Fab's brother. He's his okay. younger brother, if I'm if I'm correct. Um, Paul Kane was signed to Desert Storm with Fab, uh, Joe Buttons, and all that. And Fab, Joe Buttons, and Paul Kane had a group called Triangle Offense. Amazing. Really. In fact, they had a song called Grand Theft Audio on DJ Envy's album. Um, huh. Yeah, it was. They were great. They was killing all these freestyles. And then later on down the line, stat bundles came into the fold mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, they they were dope, man. Let's see. Uh, that's that's why. Uh, now we go to the reason. Now before we get into the reason, I want to say how if every episode for some reason I end up saying talking about this one mixtape. Mm-hmm. Rockefeller Records presents Empire Strikes Back Volume One. I remember being in New York, uh-huh. ja- Jamaica Queens. Uh, I want to say we was down, we was down, uh, maybe the Coliseum or something like that. Uh, um, so I I was looking at um, my brother was buying. Well, my brother asked my father to buy him the denim. White and denim Air Forces with the denim check. I want to say they were mids. And right outside, he bought two mixtapes. He bought the Empire Strikes Back off of Bootleg. And it was another mixtape. I want to say it was like a Clue mixtape or something like that he had bought. And I remember specifically us buying that shit and and listening to that the whole time. And I was I was going to say that I remember reading about it in one of the magazines. And... I remember reading about that, about that mixtape, but you could only get it in New York. For real? Yes. I rem- Yo, it was on the side of the street. They, they, you know how yeah. the her yeah. old school, they got them all on the floor, oh, the, and you just oh, point, no. like, let me get that one. Yep. Yeah. Because the poll, you know, they snapped Yeah. Up, but you could only get it in New York, because at the time, I was buying I was buying everything Rockefeller and Rockaware. Mm-hmm. So, it was, I couldn't get the Rockaware Air Force Ones. Uh, they was too expensive. On yeah. E- on eBay. You know they came back out, right? Yeah. My brother got a pair. Yeah, I he thought I was me, like, oh, I let me be. buy them from a little bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it was everything. If it was Rockefeller, Rockaway, I wanted it. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing about that mixtape 
and this was 2000 2001 2001 mm -hmm. so at that time i was living in alaska mm -hmm. and that's part of the reason why i could get it because it was like i was on the other side of the world mm -hmm. um so yeah I, I remember hearing about that and i never i never got to listen to yeah. it yeah because I, not, I totally until you mentioned it, I totally forgot about it's, it. It's a lot of hidden gems on that mixtape too, mm -hmm. like the "Let's Get It" remix. Uh, you remember the the Puffy the Bad Boy song? Let's get it, take this money, shake this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the remix is on there, and that has the the Young Guns of Bad Boy at the time. They did a remix. The Get Down okay. remix is on there. That's on the Beanie Siegel album as well. Okay, so it definitely. It definitely worked out. Um, but uh, yeah. Before we, you know what? All right, let's. All right, we gotta stop at that one. All right, so we and we um, saved the because the blueprint is something. Yeah, no, no, no. We yeah. we need time for that one. But <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, you heard me right. We need time for that one. And that's installment of Early Days of the Rock Part Three will be still featuring and continuing on with the OG. Kristen's coming back, and we're going straight into the blueprint. Bear with me, people. Season 3 is so special to me, and Rockefeller Records is even more special. Just thank y'all. I appreciate the love and support and everything that's going on. I got big things going on for the podcast. I will not be stopped, period. I suggest everybody be ready. This is no longer a game. Baltimore County forever.